Hey guys, welcome to Weekly Weird News, and this episode is sponsored by Vincero. Uh, this week's episode's coming in a bit earlier than usual, because Ricky's getting married up in the bayous of northern Georgia this doesn't weekend. Exist. Not, doesn't exist. Well, I was initially worried that there just wouldn't be enough news material to work off of in such a short amount of time to deliver the kind of quality content that you've come to expect. But, thank the Lord, Jacob Wool has saved the day once again by doing the kind of absolutely stupid shit that he alone is capable of. At this point, it almost seems like we call him up on the phone and mm. say, Jacob, Jake, I'm in a tight spot here. <laughs> we I'm going to need four pages. We need some, you corn, common, <laughs> wonder, cunt, son of a bitch. Uh, the saying goes that the definition of stupidity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Isn't that insanity? Eh, whatever. By that definition, though, whatever it is, Jacob Wall, he might actually be the stupidest person alive. Or the craziest. <laughs> Once again, he has attempted to orchestrate an elaborate hoax meant to smear a supposed enemy of the president. And once again, that hoax has absolutely fallen apart under just the slightest <laughs> bit of scrutiny. It's incredible how he is not behind bars it, yeah. It, it really confuses me. It Some, really just crushes the last bit of faith I had in any sort of cosmic justice. The yeah. fact that this man is walking free among us, just doing scams every four to six weeks. Yeah, just pumping out content, just nonstop. Uh, so here, th the headline from Splinter News, it basically sums all of this up. World's biggest moron appears to have done it again. <laughs> just a beautiful piece of wordsmanship. Yeah. There, there's been a lot of great headlines. People oh, yeah. are really just like, they're like, well, if I have to write about this dipshit, I'm at least going to have fun with it. Yeah. Because, yeah, he's wasting everyone's time. <laughs> that, and it's, it's, it was amusing. Like, I, I, I think I'm at the point where this doesn't even amuse me anymore and it just makes me angry. Yeah. But yeah, anyway. that's the thing. It's like the first couple times it's, it's like, ah, look at that guy. He's got egg mm -hmm. on his face. But it's like he loves the egg on his face. Yeah. He, yeah. It's, he gets off on... Cringe. He likes the taste of shit. Yes. Every time he gets his face shoved in his own shit, and he's like, <laughs> "Joke's on you, buddy." It's a. I love the taste of my own shit. It's a weird fetish, but we're not here to judge, okay, yeah. Jacob? Anyway, as for what he's done again, well, in short, he's tried to frame presidential candidate Pete Buttigieg, Buttigieg, to get Mayor Pete yeah. for rape. Uh, yeah. And look, we gotta. We should first just really quickly recap this dipshit's backstory. Jacob Wool, not Mayor Pete. In, in case you've never heard of him or you've managed to overwrite his memory with something more worthy of your brain cells. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot, especially considering the boy's just 21 years old. But even though he looks third. It, this kind of shit does not age you well. No. Uh, but yeah, Jacob Wool's prolific rise and fall began when, at just 17 years old, he became the world's youngest head fund manager. And then, not long after, became the world's youngest person to be banned from futures trading for life because he allegedly lied to and stiffed a bunch of his clients. Young Jake had gotten a taste of both fame and infamy, and despite not knowing the difference between those two things, he was now cursed to spend the rest of his life seeking more of it. And seek he, he did. It's, this is like some fucking weird quest that someone passed down to him, mm -hmm. and he was like, watch me as I become the most prolific fuck-up of all time. Yeah, it's, it's, like, uh, it's like he has like a bomb in his neck, and if his name doesn't appear, in the news every four to six weeks. In a derogatory in, sense. Yeah, in, in, a, in just really negative, condescending uh, context. Mm -hmm. he, his, his body will explode. Yeah. He do, he's doing this to survive. Yeah. But uh, in the wake of the whole futures trading scandal thing, it was, it was perfect timing for mm -hmm. young Jacob Wall because he got to hitch his wagon to the Trump train. Woo! Yeah. 
Jacob Wall, he's a big fan of the president, and he's been on board since the beginning. He launched, OG fan. Yeah, exactly. He launched a podcast called Offended America that featured possibly the worst podcast cover art ever produced. And when that fizzled out after just four episodes, he launched the Washington Reporter podcast, which fell apart after nine episodes. See, he he did a little bit better than idiots watching anime, but still not by not by much. Now, all the while, he appeared to be spending every moment of his free time waiting for Twitter to notify him when the president posted a new tweet so that he could jump right on and reply guy the shit out of that tweet. Mm -hmm. And in between Trump's tweets, he'd keep the content flowing with laughably made-up stories about him sitting in liberal coffee shops and overhearing liberals say that they secretly love Donald Trump, as well as pushing whatever bullshit George Soros conspiracy happened to be trending that day. Basically, he would go to, like, the r slash the Donald subreddit and just take everything at face value and run with it. Yeah. Yeah. And actually just be like, as a journalist, I'm actually going to prove that this is right. Yeah. And literally no one, even people on his own side politically, take him all that well, seriously. I think people did at first. Uh, yeah, that's probably fair. Because there nowadays, we uh, all so know much. that there is very, there's a very good, it's very, uh, worthwhile thing for people to have a useful idiot around. Yeah. And he fit that mold pretty well. Uh, yeah. But now, the useful idiot's not useful anymore because he's exposed himself as just an idiot. Yeah, that's, mm -hmm. yeah, fair enough. Now, Wall's notoriety was pretty much just contained to Twitter. If you weren't on Twitter, you didn't know about him. Mm -hmm. But on Twitter, he was either seen as a uh, shameless clown or a bright, young, conservative superstar, depending on your perspective. Mm -hmm. That changed, though, in October of last year when Jacob Wall became a household name. Thanks to his involvement in a pathetically flawed attempt to accuse Special Prosecutor Robert Mueller of rape. Getting some deja vu here. Mm -hmm. The plot involved a fake intelligence agency, staffed entirely by stock photo models and world-famous actors, yeah. uh, a press conference in which Wool's co-conspirator Jack Berkman had his fly down the whole time, very serious person, yeah. and a victim who never bothered to show up and who later said that she'd been tricked into the whole thing. Needless to say, the whole debacle only served to make a lot more people aware of what a stupid fucking moron Jacob Wall is. So, Mission accomplished. Yeah. Wall spent the next few months trying to draw up conspiracies about Kamala Harris not being born in America and Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg being secretly dead. But his Twitter career came to a swift end in February when he was interviewed by USA Today and happily told him about his plans to use an army of fake Twitter accounts to spread disinformation in the lead up to the 2020 election. That's against Twitter terms of service, so they very quickly banned his account, along with the various fake accounts that he was running, like Women for Schultz and Millennials for Schultz. And so obviously he was apparently hoping to boost the former Starbucks CEO's perceived popularity to try and split the Democratic vote in 2020. Little did he know, the Democrats were going to do a good enough job of that on their yeah. own. You know Jacob, what? Jacob, we got this. <laughs> we're going to run 20 candidates. <laughs> yeah. And you don't even, you can't even name all of them. Uh, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. It's... Uh, anyways, he also ran an account called Jacob Wall for Treason, which he used to talk shit on himself. Yeah, he literally had an account just to, like, keep his name in people's mouths, even if it was in a negative context. But that's okay, man. Because he does I, not know the difference between fame and infamy. Because I like the abuse. Yeah. yeah. He, may, he may be getting off on all of this. I'm sure it he would has, not surprise me at all. At I'm sure he has a paddle with his name on it. Ooh, have I been a bad boy on Twitter? Not here again? to judge. Not here to judge. No judging. No. But I don't know. It's all very strange. 
Another one of his fake accounts, though, was Drake Holmes 612, a, quote, diversity coordinator, Minneapolis born and raised, hater of racists, homophones, and bigots. <laughs> um, hmm. Now, Wool actually managed to get some use out of that one, by which we mean he used it to commit a crime. Uh, just before his Twitter ban, Wool had joined forces with fellow lunatic moron Laura Loomer on a trip to Minneapolis for a documentary. That documentary was released not long after the ban. In it, he and Loomer tried and failed to prove that Representative Ilhan Omar is married to her own brother, and uh, during the course of their visit, they received some very serious death threats on Twitter, which they brought to the local police. Except, the threat that they reported was from user DrakeHome612, one of Jacob Wool's fake accounts. Uh, so the only thing to really come out of that documentary was uh, video evidence that Jacob Wool had filed a false police report, which is a, a just a new milestone in self ownage. Yeah, he had it, he had himself filmed doing it. Yeah. Also, just a great scene where they knock on someone's door and just wait. Yeah, and it's, wait. it's literally and the twelve music minutes is building and building. Twelve minutes of the most annoying like thirty second like loop yeah. of uh, shitty like dramatic music. Well, absolutely nothing happened. Now, there's, of course, a lot more in the way of details in Jacob Ball's backstory, and it really paints a detailed picture of what a loser he is, but you'll just have to watch all of our old videos or look into it yourself. It, it's absolutely worth your time if you got nothing else going on. Yeah. Uh, but let's get into what Jacob Wall did this time. On Sunday night, a Medium.com user named Hunter Kelly created a post titled, Pete Buttigieg Sexually Assaulted Me which was exactly what it sounded like. It alleged that Democratic presidential candidate and mayor of South Bend, Indiana, Pete Buttigieg, who is gay, had sexually assaulted this person back in February. It didn't really provide any detail at all about how or where or when it had happened or even what exactly he was accusing Buttigieg of. But Hunter Kelly is absolutely a real person who matches the photo used on Medium and attends college in Michigan, like the article says. Oh boy, here it is. Very serious uh, allegations here, mm -hmm. which were, of course, then shared all over social media and on conservative websites like Big League Politics and the Gateway Pundit, uh, at least for a few hours on Monday morning. Uh, many outlets, though, including lots of conservative outlets, and even fucking InfoWars, <laughs> were skeptical of it. When InfoWars is skeptical <laughs> of your story, it's... Yeah, you've... Uh, yeah, you've really fucked up. Yeah. When InfoWars is like, I don't know, this sounds like bullshit. And, uh, yeah... Uh-oh, turned out that the journalists, the actual journalists over at the Daily Beast, they had lots of reasons to doubt the authenticity of that Medium.com post and the accusations contained in it because they had just received a tip from a guy saying that Jacob Wall and Jack Bergman had approached him last week to try to convince him to falsely accuse Pete Buttigieg of sexual assault. Uh, that source told them that Wall and Bergman, quote, made clear that their goal was to kneecap Buttigieg's momentum in the 2020 presidential race. However little that momentum seems to be at this yeah, point. Yeah, like, if you're gonna do this, why are you doing it when there's, like, two fucking years until the election? You want to save that? That's like the October surprise. Also, he's apparently breaking the rule that we came up with on the show of if you're gonna run a scam, keep it as tight-knit as possible. I mean, yeah. it's not a rule that we came up with, it's just we vocalized it because if you are gonna run a scam, yeah. Don't go asking the, hey, well, if we ask 30 people, yeah. one of them's going to say yes. And the rest of them, they'll probably forget about it. Yeah. Just when, the, when the exact same thing that we pitched them ends up in the news in a few days. Mm-hmm. Nah. Uh, anyways, that, that source who asked to remain anonymous for safety, he describes himself as a Trump supporter and says that a friend involved in Republican politics connected him with Wallen Berkman, who met him in a D.C. restaurant and introduced themselves under false names. Even though you, it would be hard to imagine not being able to identify yeah, them just at, at on visuals point, alone. Yeah. 
Berkman went by Matt, and Wall went by Bill. Hello, my name's Bill. I'm 21 years old, and my name is Bill. Mm -hmm. Nothing weird about that. Nope. Uh, this source recognized Wall, though, obviously, <laughs> and wisely decided to secretly record the meeting and provided the Daily Beast with that audio recording, which they then had an audio forensics expert looked at who confirmed that it was Wall's voice on the recording. And here's a fucking doozy of a paragraph. When the source expressed reluctance, they assured him the scheme would make him wealthy, famous, and a star in Republican politics. Wall cited the national recognition given to Christy Blase Ford after she accused Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh of sexual assault during his confirmation hearings last year. Yeah, so that I th that really like paints a picture of the mindset of this. Like they they seem to just think that like anytime someone's accused of sexual assault, it's fake. So it's like why should they get all the good fake accusations? Oh, like, and we can do the same thing over here. And Ford's life was just so much easier. Oh, after yeah. The accusation came. Yeah, up, she yeah. really made out great in that one. Yeah, had to like you know move and uh, had to get weeks of death. Like yeah, she obviously rich and wealthy. Yeah, really worked out for her. She's a real superstar. Mm -hmm. God damn it. Anyway, yeah, yikes. But uh, that source said of the meeting, "quote I was sitting there thinking, this is the fire festival of political operations." Which, mwah. yeah. He did not agree to participate in the hoax, but Wall asked, he called him up a few days later to ask if, I don't know, could you recommend any friends or associates who might be down with this hoax I'm putting together? Just trying to get my feelers out there to as many people as possible so there's as many loose ends as possible when this shit inevitably hits the fan. I'm Jacob Wall, and my inner circle is shrinking by the day. Yeah. Do you know anyone that wants to be in on a scheme? I'm Jacob Wall, and I have no actual friends. I'm just going to be cold calling... Random Republicans who I am convinced are not going to, like, betray my trust at all when I ask them to accuse a presidential candidate of rape. You fucking idiot. Anyway, um, yeah, he asked him, you know, his... Uh, you got, got any buddies? Yeah, he's like, eh, no. Uh, the source, though, he provided the Daily Beast with that phone number that Jacob Wool had used to call him. And it turns out... That phone number is listed online as the phone number for a little company called Potomac Intelligence Group, hmm. a political and corporate intelligence firm with offices in Virginia and California, which are, weirdly enough, the states that Berkman and Wall live in, respectively. Ooh, what superstars do they have working for them? No no uh, recognizable faces this okay. time, so clearly this this is a real intelligence Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Matt Teller, the fake name used by Berkman in that secretly recorded meeting, uh, he, that name is listed on Potomac Intelligence website as an employee. So, <laughs> again, at least fucking mix it up, Jake. Yeah. I Jack, come on. According to the Daily Beast, minutes after the Daily Beast reached out to Wall and Berkman, the Potomac Intelligence website was taken down. Teller's LinkedIn page was deleted, and both of the company's phone numbers were disconnected. It was so weird that they decided to call right when all of that weird. happened. Weird. Weird how everything's work, everything works out. So, uh, yeah, it sounds like Jacob Wall and Jack Berkman, famous for inventing a fake private intelligence agency, have once again invented a fake private intelligence agency that, again, crumbles under the weight of a goddamn telephone number. But at least this time, it wasn't Jacob Wall's mom's phone number, which was still just an incredible note in this original yeah. story. Yeah, this time he at least, he used his own, I'm gonna use my own, I'm a big boy with my own cell phone number. But yeah, both times, just literally like, shit, prepaid phones. Why didn't we get a fucking prepaid phone? Damn it. Drug dealers have known about this for decades. Ugh. 
Shit, we should have gotten a phone number for our fake intelligence website that we weren't also using for all of our just daily correspondence on the phone. Yeah. Well, maybe next time. Fuck. <sighs> the Daily Beast, they then reached out to Hunter Kelly, the author of that Medium piece, whose phone number they found very easily via his college's student directory. And they told him they were reporting on what appeared to be efforts by Wall and Berkman to drum up some false rap, rape accusations against Pete Buttigieg. And uh, Kelly replied via text with this. I was unaware this was happening, but yes, it is true. Hmm. Uh, he provided them with a selfie to verify his identity. And then uh, a few hours later, he wrote a post on Facebook in which he made it very clear that he had not been sexually assaulted and had not been the one to make the accusations. Quote, I was approached by a political figure to come to D.C. to discuss political situations from the standpoint of a gay Republican. When I arrived, they discussed Peter Buttigieg and started talking about how they would be working a campaign against him. I went to bed and woke up to a fake Twitter account and an article that I in no way endorsed or wrote. Hmm. Hunter Kelly further explained things to the Daily Beast and other outlets on Tuesday, saying Wall had reached out to him via Signal on April 25th after they'd interacted on Instagram and pitched the idea to him. For whatever reason, probably because he also fucking sucks and disturbs, deserves no sympathy in the story, Hunter Kelly agreed to meet up with Wallen Berkman at Berkman's home in Arlington, where they showed him a draft of the Medium, medium Post. Uh, Kelly got cold feet, so Wall told him to sleep on it. But then, when Kelly woke up the next morning, still at Berkman's house, the Medium Post had already been published without his knowledge or consent. Uh, he says that Berkman tried to calm his nerves by telling Kelly that he was now a star. And later, Berkman and Wall offered to purchase any house he wanted. Okay. Wow. Wow. Deep pockets, these guys. Uh, this was all uh, while they were eating Subway for lunch. Uh, yeah, of beautiful course. Beautiful detail. Yeah, the people that are going to buy you a house in <laughs> cash are the ones giving you Subway for lunch. Do you really need the footlong? Yeah. How much of you are going to really need? Uh, you know, big avocado... All very expensive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll get a water cup and fill it with soda. <laughs> uh, then they asked him to sign off on a longer statement meant for stage two, which would be the press conference. A stage they've so far failed to like really. They can never get to stage two. <laughs> they can't, just can't do it. Um, now Kelly, at this point, felt very intimidated. He's in Jack Berkman's house. Uh, being asked to sign this well, thing. Who you uh, can imagine whose fly is still open. Uh, yeah, Jack, put your fucking dick away. <laughs> My God. Power move. Mm -hmm. uh, so, uh, yeah, he felt intimidated. He kind of, like, he stalled him, called a family member who lived uh, nearby to come pick him up, and then uh, he got the hell out of there as soon as they arrived, telling Wool on his way out that uh, he couldn't do this because it's not the type of person he is. Now, of course, again, this is his version of events here, and he's clearly going with the angle of, I'm just a good boy that got wrapped up in some trouble. But uh, just remember, Hunter Kelly knew exactly what was going on here. He flew to D.C. knowing full well that he was going there to participate in a political smear job involving false rape accusations. So you're under no obligation whatsoever to feel bad for this guy. Mm -mm. But meanwhile, Jack Berkman, who, unlike Jacob Wall, still has a Twitter account for some reason, has basically confirmed everything about the story except the part where the rape accusations are false, saying that Hunter Kelly must have been bullied by his family and the mainstream media... Lamestream media? ...into recanting his very real accusations that he himself wrote on Medium.com. Big if true. The deep state got to him. Mm -hmm. uh, anyways, factoring this latest shit show into the various existing shit shows that Jacob Wall has been involved in over the past few months, and you may be wondering to yourself just how the fuck Jacob Wall isn't locked up behind bars right now. I asked myself that same question at the start of the episode. Yeah. It seems like filming yourself filing a, face, a false report, at the very least, would yeah. have gotten something. Uh, yes. 
We're all we're all wondering this. <laughs> at the very least, it sounds like he's at least being investigated by the FBI over the whole surefire intelligence thing from October and by the state of Minnesota over the death threat set to himself. But uh, who knows if anything's going to come with that. People reach out to it. They're just like, when you reach out to like the FBI, yeah, anytime, they, it's just like, we can't confirm yeah, or deny. We can't that, tell you shit. Yeah. But if we're not denying it, that means it's probably happening. In the meantime, Jacob Wall is 100% already working on his next failed political operation. And at this point, it's just exhausting. Lock him up. We're all, yeah. we're all sick of him. This isn't fun anymore. Like... It, it's just annoying. It's wasting everyone's time. I mean, it's it's good for journalism because it's keeping it's keeping like the guys that work for the Daily Beast. They've been covering Jacob Wall since since the first go around, mm-hmm. and they're like Jacob Wall experts now. And like this time, they fucking caught that shit immediately. Yeah. Um, but nah, this like this sucks. And also like <laughs> Pete Buttigieg seems like seems like a not a rapist. Seems like a decent guy, but. What's fucked up here is, like, if there were any actual skeletons in Pete Buttigieg's closet... Yeah, Jacob Wall... Like, I, now, like, no one knows what to fucking trust yeah. about that. Like, if, he, if there's anything from his past that's actually real and is actually something voters should know about, we now have another reason to doubt all of it because fucking Jacob Wall came in here and tried to fabricate fucking rape accusations. At such a weird time, too. Yeah. When clearly not even, like, the yeah. front runner in the race. Well, and, and also, like, a week ago, like, Jack Berkman, like, clearly, you know, priming the pump, he had tweeted, he's like, well, guys, it's looking like it's going to be Mayor Pete versus Trump in 2020. Wow. <laughs> it's just like, no. Like, first of all, I mean, the polling right now, it's all over the place. Yeah. No one can get a big enough sample size. Like, one day it's like, Joe Biden's definitely got it. And then it's like, Bernie, like, it, it's, no one fucking knows. It's way too early. So, like, trying try to smear, like, like specifically one specific, target, yeah. Yeah, it's, like, it's a waste of, like, the one shot that you, you had. Not that it was, was ever going to work. No. But, like, this is the least efficient way to use it. Well, it's going to be a wild ride. Mr. Wall's wild ride. Put him in jail. <laughs> I'm tired of him. <sighs> oh, my God. Here I am editing this fucking video, and the news about Jacob Wall just does not stop. Uh, after we filmed this, Will Sommer of the Daily Beast, uh, he said he had a little more Jacob Wool news coming. And, uh, yeah, it's here. Uh, turns out, uh, in addition to all the rest of his bullshit, Jacob Wall recently attempted to raise a million dollars from investors to fund another one of his intelligence firms. Uh, this one's called the Arlington Center for Political Intelligence. And the pitch for this one was literally to just push a bunch of fake news in U.S. politics and then profit off of that by placing bets accordingly uh which is legal in a lot of places here in the u.s uh, seems like it shouldn't be but it is land of the free uh quote acpi plans to produce positive cash flow by selling intelligence to friendly campaigns and by placing bets alongside our backers on the political outcomes that we influence uh, daily beast they uh they got the pitch packet the whole pdf from uh, someone that Jacob Wall went to looking for money, they turned him down. But it, this is crazy. Uh, he actually cites the work of the Russian Internet Research Agency as a blueprint for how his whole thing would work. Uh, he also says he wanted to recruit uh, moles to place in like Democrats' 2020 campaigns to sabotage it from within. Um, 
And then, uh, yeah, here on the overview page, uh, you get a pretty good look inside the mind of Jacob Wool, uh, where he's he's basically saying here, uh, well, the Democrats are all, they're all cheating all the time in every election, so it's only fair that we also cheat. Uh, so yeah, um, unclear if anyone you know actually put money into this. Uh, the people who leaked this to the Daily Beast said that as as soon as they realized Jacob Wool was behind it, they, they backed the fuck out. But uh, who knows? Anyway, yeah, wow. Wow. Anyways, it's time for a word from this week's sponsor, Vincero. Luxury watches handcrafted at fair prices. Vincero's mission is to create compelling luxury timepieces with impeccable craftsmanship to inspire as many people as possible to elevate their game and ultimately live their legacy. For Vincero, luxury is a process. It's not about specs or price and luxury, not just a marketing Mm -mm. term. It's about attention to detail and a step-by-step process to craft every product. That's what separates Vincero from the competition. The belief that you, the loyal viewer, mm-hmm. deserve the best. Yeah. Vincero has sponsored us before, but they're always putting out new products, like the Rogue series, which I got one of and I like. Uh, it combines the elegance that you see in all their other watches with the durability and water resistance of a sports watch. Put that on and do athlete stuff. Yeah. There's also plenty of new colors and configurations for the exist- existing watches. Make yours one of a kind. Go check all those watches out by visiting vincerowatches.com slash WWNMay and entering the promo code WEIRD15 at checkout to get 15% off your entire order. Exceptionally crafted, fairly priced, get a Vincero watch at vincerowatches.com slash WWNMay and use promo code WEIRD15. We're recording this too early to get the the actual... Yeah, you get it. We'll get it. (laughs) But now that you know what time it is... (laughs) It's time for headlines, starting with Australia far-right candidate who kidnapped kids says he wouldn't do it again. Australia, like, really having a moment right now with just, like, absolute shitheads. Yeah. Uh, you know, seeking office, having office. Uh, this guy, he was involved. Uh, he, he's currently running under the uh, One Nation Party, mm-hmm. which is, like, their racist party. Mm-hmm. Although not racist enough for Fraser Anning, the guy who got egged. Mm-hmm. He left One Nation because he's like, no, not nearly xenophobic enough for my taste. Yeah. He started his own party. This guy... None nation. Yeah. <laughs> this guy, this one nation guy, uh, turns out, like, <laughs> came out like, oh, he was one of these cops in this infamous case from the 90s where, like, him and a bunch of buddies, like, kidnapped a bunch of uh, aboriginal, like, youths uh, and uh, drove them, like, 20 miles out of town and, like, dumped them in the wilderness and stole their shoes. <laughs> like, he's like, uh, yeah, okay, yeah, that was me. You got me. That was me back when I was a cop. I used to kidnap indigenous kids and drive them out of town and take away their shoes. But, yeah. you know, I wouldn't do it again. Well, at least he learned. Yeah. <laughs> He's showing promise, I guess. So... be like if Mark Furman tried to run for Congress yeah, or something. Look, look. <laughs> okay, okay, you got me. <laughs> yes. I, I'm the guy from one of the biggest trials of all time. I was extremely dirty cut. <laughs> yes. And now... What do I do? I spend my time going on Fox News as a talking head. Yeah, he. What a weird his, person to get as a trustworthy source. His for expertise is is relied on a bit too much for my taste. But then again, like Oliver North is a straight up like that man should be in prison for life for uh, the shit he did with Iran Contra, and he runs the NRA. Well, or at least or at least well, he did. Don't don't be too quick with yeah. that because there's a big internal war going on with the uh, NRA. I think he actually resigned, but I, I I don't know. It's a mess. I love it. Yeah, you hate uh, to see it, folks. Yeah, you really do <laughs> hate to see it. They're getting their they're about to have potentially all their financials combed over because they're oh. a nonprofit. Yeah. Uh, so uh, a lot of internal struggles going on there apparently. Yeah. 
You hate to see it. You hate to see you it. You really do. You really do. Uh, <laughs> moving on, though. Wisconsin Church distributes marijuana as sacrament. Ah, uh, they've been doing this in California for years. Uh, this, I mean, yeah, it's the oldest trick. You say, oh, this is actually a Rastafarian church, and this yeah. is our sacrament. Yeah. If you want to take away our sacrament, it sounds like you are uh, being very bigoted against yeah. our religion. Yeah, you can't touch uh, guns and you can't touch religion. Yeah, that's what they're doing. And uh, they interview—they interviewed a bunch of these people there. It's like it's fucking hilarious. I wish I could just play the whole thing, but like, yeah, it, it, it's great. It's great. Good for them because it should be legal. And uh, yeah, yeah, they're not hurting anyone. The Catholic Church gives out crackers and wine yeah. for free. Yeah, what's wrong with this? You're allowed to drink. Like, <laughs> I never did as a kid, but I—they—they they were always like, you know, you can have the wine. I'm like, I'm fucking ten. I don't want wine. It tastes like shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Especially every, cheap, but, everyone's fucking mouth spit on it. Yeah. Especially uh, like cheap blood of Christ wine. Yeah. You know they're not springing for the good and stuff. And it's all watered down. Yeah. Some fucking Carlo Rossi bullshit. Mm-hmm. Come on. Come on, Jesus. Give us some Get weed, him. Jesus. Good stuff. Yeah, quit holding out on us, Jesus. Give us the good stuff. Mm. Mm. Give me that sacrament. He turned water into wine and it still tastes watered down. I don't know about this Jesus guy. His yeah. tricks are getting old. You sure you changed all the water? Mm-hmm. How about you bump it up a little bit? <laughs> yeah. Let those... Okay, I changed half the water into wine. I've been tr <laughs> Guys, I can only do it so many times. There's a lot of water. <laughs> Look, you can still get a good buzz going. It's fine. We're all here together. We're having a good time. Can you not fucking harsh everyone's mouth? And you know what? With all that water, you're not going to get a hangover. Exactly. <laughs> do it your favor. <laughs> uh, thanks, Jesus. Uh, speaking of weed, 11 Ontario cannabis stores have been fined $12,500 for not being open yet. Wow. Ontario sounds pretty cool. Just no. that meme of Eric Andre, let me in! Yeah. Let me in! <laughs> uh, yeah, the way they're, do it, they're doing it in Ontario, it's like, I think it's similar to how Vegas or uh, Nevada did it, where it's like, they're like, there's a limited number of licenses. Yeah. So, if you're going to get one, you got to have Yeah, basically, supply. if you get one, you part of you getting that is you have to be, like, ready to go on opening day. If we don't deny it, and you better supply it. For a but yeah, for some reason, a bunch of these Ontario cannabis shops are not ready. I... I'm sure the reasons why are probably more complicated than, like, they don't want to make a fuck ton of money. I, yeah, but, uh, yeah, who knows? Could be, could be sabotage from the liquor industry. Could be, uh, what's a, what are they, a Crown Royal up there? Could be. I'm sure they have more than that. Could, uh, Molson? Uh, yeah, could Labatt? be. Yeah. Yeah. Could all they, the... They might have formed a cartel, and they're like, what if we get all of the marijuana licenses, and then we don't open the stores? Yeah. And then people will be like, Fine, I'll go get another case of Labatt. And a bag of milk. And a big old bag of milk. Ah, well, they must hate money. Yeah. Hamburglar strikes again. Feasts on $2,000 in meals using customers' McDonald's app. This also happened in Canada. Some, some dude in Quebec is spending thousands of dollars on McDonald's using, like, hacked McDonald's app. Uh, and just getting credits. away with it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, just yeah. look for an extremely fat man. Probably wearing a uh, big flat hat with uh, black and white robes and uh, yeah. robber mask on and yeah. followed around by a big purple, terrible looking creature. Pretty hard to miss. His car is full of rappers. Yeah. <laughs> we got to stop We gotta stop making fun of Canada, though, because someone hit me up on Twitter and they were like, oh, you think it's fun to make fun of Canada because of our trash? I saw that. Why don't you guys make fun of your own country? And I was like... like we do? We, that's a lot. Uh, yeah, pretty much every episode. We, we, we talk very kindly of the Canadians. If I've given you the impression that 
I don't I, like Canada. That I love this country and and don't have problems with it. I'm sorry, but yeah. that is very much not the case. Also, we've done uh, we've done great things uh, to, to <laughs> show how much we love Canada. Yeah. We brought Letter Kenny to the United States. Damn it! I know. I do think we deserve some credit for that. <laughs> <laughs> Frankly. Oh, sorry, uh, guy. <laughs> Yeah. It's um, okay. You had a trash ship, and you should get your trash. It's like one thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> Just like, get your trash. You didn't commit war crimes. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. You didn't You didn't fund a, a coup. We, it's, it, it, it's apples and oranges. We're we sorry. Yeah, we're we're now, sorry. Look, we're the ones saying sorry now. Wow. Must feel weird. Wow. Wyoming, <laughs> Wyoming man shoplifted at store. Applied for job in same visit, police say. Good cover. It is a, it's a great, why would I? Like, the uh, security's probably eyeballing him. Like, I'm pretty sure that guy's robbing us. But they're like, oh, he's just here for a job interview. What kind, what kind of weirdo would apply for a job with yeah. his pockets and it was stolen sec- goods? Security job, so he could be like, I was just testing you guys. Maybe you need to re- replace some people. Yeah. By the way, I think you're missing a little bit of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Didn't work, though. Oh, yeah? You they, don't they got it. Well, police said the headline, so I assume that uh, it didn't work out for him. No, it didn't. Yeah. If it was like store manager says, then he it'd be not different. only didn't get all that stuff he was trying to steal, he didn't get the job either. Yeah. So. Sucks. Yeah. Wyoming's already boring as it is. It's really, sorry, Wyoming, but I, I imagine jail there is even worse. Oh, you think it's so good over in California? <laughs> no, we make fun of California all the time. There's just more to do. Yeah. Yeah. Here's a Florida man one. Man who stole three hundred dollars from Kmart recently bought eight million dollar islands. Police say. <laughs> He's like, I just want to, there's... He bought there's an so, entire key. There's so few Kmarts left. He really just was... This is a person who, in this is all theoretical. In my mind, like, back in the 80s when Kmart was killing it, like, there was some, like, customer service issue where, like, he was just like, fuck this company. Mm-hmm. I'm going to dedicate my life to ruining this company. Yeah. And, like, this is the last petty thing he could do before moving into his big private island. Yeah. I mean, it, it does... Kmart Island, he called it. It raises the question of, like, did he raise that $8 million for his private key island uh, through, like, decades of ripping off Kmart? Could be. Could be. Could be. If so, pretty good grift. But uh, yeah. they got him this time. He wasn't even, like, shoplifting. He was just he bought a bunch of stuff and then returned it, and the boxes were, like, full of rocks instead of, like, the shit. Like, what a scam. Real amateur move. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he, he owns a... An eight million dollar island, and well, he should go there. Shoplifts. He should go there. Because for some, some people, people, they do for the thrill. Yeah, it's not about the money. Well, but that's not like sh- the the thrill of shoplifting is like the thrill of stealing it and getting away with it or whatever. Yeah. But this is like this is like a is return really scam. A, yeah. Not, there's not really a, th- a thrill. Yeah, it's in this. not even shoplifting. It's just like it's just shitty fraud that like as soon as they open the box, they're gonna be like, hey, roll back the hey, security is- camera footage. Yeah. <laughs> Someone uh, ripped us off. Yeah. He's a oh. rock, sir. Oh, and he paid with a credit card? Okay. Well, cool. Let's go get him. Well, let's go get him. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess he won't get to enjoy that island now. Yeah. Pope Francis urges hairdressers to stop gossiping. <laughs> really? That's the most important thing on your plate? Uh, it's just, you know, he's like, well, I've got you here. You know, I... I you you know, guys always get, talk, talk, talk. You, you don't get all about? these hairdressers in one room all that often. So while you're here, you know, yeah, Jesus, whatever. But also, like, stop gossiping. Especially if you're speaking a different language, because it's like when you're getting your hair cut and they're, they're talking in, I don't know what language it is. They're like, are they talking shit on me because mm-hmm. I'm the Pope? Now, it's probably all the, all the confessions. They get a hairdresser in there and it's yap, 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 oh, yap. Yeah. You're wasting the priest's time. Yeah. 
That could also be it. Anyway, it's 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 good to see the the Pope tackling the real issues. The real issues facing yeah. the world. Hairdressers, zip it. Uh, shut your trap. Cut the hair and shut up. <laughs> snip, snip, and zip, zip. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, 250 new herpes cases a day reported during Coachella Music Festival. And that extended into Stagecoach, apparently, oh, of course, as well. yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is like, we, uh, there's a website, apparently, where you can it's just take a picture. alert. Of you, yeah, where you can take <laughs> yeah. a picture of your junk, and they're like, yep, they've got it. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's an app called Herp Alert, where yeah. you... Uh, it's like supposed to, yeah, you get in touch with doctors if you think you have herpes. And they said, like, in the, you know, uh, tri-county area of L.A., Riverside, and uh, Orange, or whatever. I don't know. What, yeah. what county is Coachella in? Who cares? But, uh, yeah, that's SoCal area. They said it's, like, usually, like, 12 people a week. And then uh, it was uh, 250 people a day. Well, even, like, okay, so if Coachella has 100,000 people and there's 250 people a day getting the yeah, herpes. Yeah, that's still pretty low. Those, that's, those are low numbers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a very a, it's, small percentage. It's pretty high by, like, herpes app standards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It sounds like they're at least being responsible, sort of. Yeah. I mean... If they were, if they were super, you know, the only, the only way to prevent herpes, 100%, is abstinence. Mm-hmm. Don't touch anything or anyone. No. No. Keep but, everything. But saran wrap your whole body when you go anywhere. If you can't, if you can't do that, it's at least good to, you know, keep, keep tabs on your body and, uh, and, and, you know, try to see a doctor if there's something. Sound a bit weird of it. I mean, like supposedly, it doesn't like everyone have fucking like herpes. It's like HPV. E- e- like <laughs> even even like on the low end, it's like one in four. Yeah, and like, like this is two hundred fifty out of a hundred thousand. Yeah, it's it's something crazy. It's like even the people who aren't like symptomatic are like carrying it. Mm-hmm. And like in a generation, they'll just be that'll just be part of like the human genome. Yeah, it's like yeah, we all have this fucking disease that uh, puts like, fucking Coachella zits on our Jeez. dicks and gives women ovarian cancer. This is all Coachella's fault. Yeah. They're gonna trace it back to this because this story. Yeah, we're gonna they're gonna name the new strain of herpes uh, Coachellum Bonarufum. But yeah, <laughs> Lollapaloozala. Uh, uh, One thousand five hundred fifty years ago, someone ate a rattlesnake whole, and we have the poo to prove it. Yeah, it had like the fangs and bones in it and stuff. Yeah, right? the entire rattlesnake, like raw, not even, not even cooked. So That's dude, why we're so tough now. This is in like the deserts of Texas, in like the year four hundred. The guy just. Had that rattlesnake, ate the whole goddamn thing, and shit it out, including, like, the fangs. Somehow, what about the rattle? Did he keep the rattle in him? Pro- I mean, I don't know. It's a good question. I don't think they mentioned, but that's pro- that. So they couldn't figure out why he did it. That would be a cool one. Mm-hmm. So he could be like, they're like, how yeah. the fuck did you do that? He's like, I'm part snake. Live spaghetti. Delicious. Yeah. They were saying, like, oh, maybe it was a dare. <laughs> a dare? Yeah. It was fucking 1,500 years ago. You don't know what it was. Uh... He was probably starving. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But it's pretty badass. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, good for he's him. A, he's a legend. Absolute legend, yeah. yeah. Fif- here we are, 1,500 I years mean, later, if, talking about if him. If there still. was, like, TikTok when when he was doing that snaking, like, yeah. the man would be trending. Absolutely, sure. yeah. He would be viral. Mm-hmm. He'd be on Ellen. Like the lady that sucked the cucumber. What? Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, the grapefruit. Grapefruit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but wouldn't she, didn't she put something through it? Uh, I think it was a dildo. I don't know. Anyway. If you don't know what we're talking about, He'll just, find just it. Google grapefruit blowjob and have a great time with it. Yeah. 
You can now buy Crocs with miniature fanny packs on them. <sighs> is it the fanny pack one like this, or is it the Crocs that, no. and they have fanny packs? Crocs, the, the, the rubbery shoes, and now each shoe has a little tiny fanny pack on the back that you can Healy store pack. like... You're like, weed, you're weed. Yeah, back in the day, that's what, like, there was all sorts of brands specifically building. There was, like, like Osi Osiris skate shoes had yeah. in the tongue. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's there a whole industry of, like, weed clothes with secret compartments. Yeah. Uh, I don't necessarily think Crocs has too much crossover with that demographic. You'd be surprised. They're actually pretty popular with, like, uh, young hip weirdos. Yeah, who's uh, that bowl cut guy that wears them? I don't know, but uh, that rapper with bowl cut. I don't think he wears them, does he? Uh, Oliver Tree? Uh, Not to be confused with Oliver North. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, fucking uh, Post Malone. Ugh. Oh he, yeah, he, he had he had his own. Yeah, Crocs. he's got his own. Crocs. And I saw the ones that they did. They make the fanny packs out of Crocs. There was well, and all, I got my finger on the pulse, as we all know. It very all hip. is very strange, ugly. Yeah, and I don't like it. But uh, Crocs are for chefs. Keep those feet comfy in the kitchen. I mean, that that's fair. Mm -hmm. I've never tried them on. Apparently, they, they're comfy. If They must be, because there's no other reason. Mm -hmm. Aren't they dangerous on escalators, though? Like, you, they, they can get they can suck your foot into it. I don't know. You lose your leg. I don't know. Well, you, you can try that one out yourself. Yeah. Final headline. The dead may outnumber the living on Facebook within 50 years. And that's just basic math, baby. It, it, it is. They, yeah. they, they did a bunch of projections and... Uh, well, also with everyone deleting their Facebook. Everyone either deleting their Facebook or forgetting about it. I mean, I know that, like... It's going to be a digital cemetery. I'm, I'm 33 years old, and I know multiple dead people who's yeah, who left behind a fucking Facebook account that's just sort of there. Yeah. Forever, apparently. Yeah, before I, like, completely quit the site, it was, like, the only thing that would ever be on my, uh, like high school graduating year Facebook group was just death notices Yeah. for like years like hey here's who died this year yeah. here's his profile yeah. it's just, it's just, just sort of there <laughs> why don't you go leave a nice comment for the family uh, God, that shit fucking creeps me out like I get that people grieve in different ways but yeah. it is uh, very off putting and unsettling when people leave like notes to dead people on mm -hmm. their profiles hey. I'm not a fan Eat but, some grapes off some naked chicks up there for me. Yeah, that, I mean, it's it's just hard to be sincere <laughs> and like real. Yeah, because a lot there are comments like like not that flippant, but yeah. like I don't know, it's just weird. I don't like it. Delete your Facebook because you might die any second now, and then it's yeah. just there. Yeah, your family, you know, there's a way to turn your your profile into a memorial or delete it. Your family is too old and dumb to know how to do that. Your profile is just gonna be there forever, with that picture of you like rolling a fucking joint. That's gonna be your profile picture until the end of the yeah. world. Yeah. Do you want that? Yes. Get rid of it. Yes, actually they do. Yeah. But once you get to heaven, no holes barred. Just the most debaucherous party you've ever been to. Yeah, baby. Rolling joints up there with Bob Marley, right? Say hi to... Ugh. Hate it. Yeah. I hate it. Uh, anyways, that's it for Weekly Weird News this week. Uh, stay tuned. We might have an episode of News Dump for you. Uh, but uh, if not, hey, you got an early Weekly Weird News. It's great. Yeah. I'm getting married this weekend. Elliot's going to be there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's uh, pretty much you it. sipping mint juleps on the deck no. of the plantation no. where the wedding is being held. No, you'll be eating peaches and pecans and boiled peanuts. And Vidalia onions. Boiled peanuts? 
and uh, drinking Sweetwater 420 Ale. Well, it all sounds lovely. Mm. Whatever it is. Yes. Anyways, uh, we'll see you guys soon. Bye-bye.